the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. B7Dev.com is the one-stop shop for all your app development needs. They can help you with design, development, and even marketing. Plus, they're offering an exclusive discount just for the App Masters community. Check them out at b7dev.com. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way, you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic, and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads and your revenues. More importantly, those revenues. It's going to be a solo YouTube Live, so we're going to take a really deep dive into a lot of the apps. And if you want your apps to be submitted, well, you know where to go. It is AppMasters.com slash audit. Let me just get that there. AppMasters.com slash audit. Definitely check out that. And we see some really great results and I'm happy to see everyone here as well. We got Joe, what's happening? Bart, oh my goodness, you stayed up. You should just join the YouTube live stream. I wanna share a lot of the case studies that you shared with me too, if that's all right. Re record, <laughs> record, record scanner or record scanner. We've got Rudy and then we've got Alex as well. And I'm sure more will show up. So just let me know where you guys are coming from. Bart, staying up a little bit late. Today, I really wanted to kind of show some of the case studies and some of the apps that have been doing really, really well. And what I love, first and foremost, are obviously the people who join live week in, week out, but also people who email me and just say, look, this is what worked. And even if it doesn't work, I love that stuff. So I wanted to kind of show, show showcase some of the case studies that we've been able to do. I have some visuals. Sometimes I will have visuals, sometimes I won't. But one of the first things that I feel like you should always have is a clear onboarding experience. And so this is sort of what Apple calls the drunken download. Somebody downloads your app and then you kind of really regurgitate some of the benefits of it. And one of the best ways to do that is to have some of the screenshots optimization. So for me, I'm always wanting to put some type of social proof within those screenshots and lead with the benefits and Make sure you have those screens, those two or three screens, or actually I, I think three to five is probably the right amount before you show them your pricing page. So clearly it's good to have some form of like way to buy because unlike, you know, like a website visit or anything else, an app download is what I consider not to use consider twice, but a considered action, meaning you look at the search results, you're looking at the reviews, you're kind of comparing to see what other apps are out there. And if this app is good for you, and so you've got a warm lead and sometimes the warm lead is ready to buy. And so you want to make sure you show, you show those onboarding experiences. All right, I'm gonna leave some names out just because, uh, just in case they haven't given me approval for everything, but one, just to give you guys some case studies, one person emailed me back and said, because he went ahead and looked at our material. He said, look, your tip worked. We added a couple of different intro pages before we showed the subscription page. And he saw a yearly increase in his subscriptions of 237, 234%. So 234% increase, double the increase in his yearly subscriptions just by having a couple of different intro pages before. And I can go through some of the examples and I will do that with you guys right here just to have some visuals. So let me pull that up real quick. But the other thing I want to make sure I highlight too is, you know, I had a past podcast guest and he said it publicly. So I don't mind sharing with this with you, but he had seven screens before during the welcome flow. And by decreasing that to around four, he saw an increase in subscriptions as well. So it is one of these things that you have to really optimize and track. 
All right, let me share this with you guys really quick. I'll go this. And then thank you guys for joining. I'm going to say some hi to a few people as well. Here we go. All right. Alex Rassi, how's it going? Look at this new StreamYard stuff. I love this. Armel, how's it going? And then Bianca, good to see you as well. Okay, let me share my screen with you guys. Cool. All right, here it is. So this is what I'm talking about, right? The welcome flow. Have a couple of different screens. Now, if I was optimizing this for a headspace, I would actually put a couple of different screens before the sign up. And we are actually doing this with one of our clients. I'm encouraging them to do that because I do think that we'll get an increase in new signups, but that's what I would be doing. And then you want to sort of leave the, the user before then you show them the pricing page. So again, somebody who reached out back to me said, Hey, double 234% increase in yearly subscriptions, just by having a couple of pages, a couple of screens, intro pages before hitting them with the the pricing option i'll give you another one nomo that i really like i think this is a little bit too long so they might want to a b test because it's six pages right now before they're showing the pricing page but you know i think what they have what they do really well is show the social proof you know finally no more annoying robocalls and telemarketers like that is leading with the benefits not like advanced spam blocking stuff whatever right like this is what these are the words that we would be using I don't want any more annoying robocalls. So really regurgitate what the end user would be using. Here's some social proof, boom, boom, boom. And then hit them with the pricing page. So again, I think I feel like three to five is the right number, but that's just a gut feel. I don't have data to present, but my data from a previous podcast guest said, Hey, I get went from seven screens like this to four and I saw an increase in conversions. So super, super important. I want to hit, make sure we hit on this. The last thing I want to hit on in terms of subscri subscriptions is longer pricing pages. I know you guys have probably heard me say it plenty of times if you've been following along, but it does really work. And I don't think Rudy minds me sharing this, but he sort of tested this and he saw a 65% increase in conversion. Now, Rudy's great. Rudy, I always bring you up with all the, the case studies, but he went longer and he saw a 65% increase in conversions for his in-app purchases by having a longer pricing page. And I'm going to break down in a later video, all the key elements of a longer pricing page, you know, the headline, the, the table between basic and pro, these are all fundamentals that you would see normally on the web, but I just don't think app developers are doing a good enough job of highlighting that. And let me kind of get through some of this stuff. And I'll show you guys. So something like this. And I think, you know, I've, since I've shared this a while ago, one of the changes or I guess improvements I would make on the suggestion is show these prices on that main page. So just have one long page right now. When I first was talking about this and very few apps were doing it, we went with the block. So you hit get fastic plus, and then you see the pricing pages. I don't think that's the optimal way anymore. I think what you should be doing is having this, all this elements, right. And then having these price, this pricing on this particular main page. So, you know, like we, let's break it down right here. You want a headline, anything with numbers that you can point to just makes it sound better. Right. When I tell you that someone got a 65% increase in conversion, like rooting, then you're like, oh, that's interesting versus like, you know, Hey, it does increase conversions. Like, 65% is really good. You want some bullet points about the benefits. You want a table of basic versus plus, some social proof, some success stories, frequently asked questions, and then you want your pricing page on that. So all the key elements on there. This is what a high converting landing page looks like on the web, and it, it's definitely translating into the mobile space as well. All right, cool. If you guys got any questions, please let me know. But one of the things that I've been doing for other clients too, let me see if I can get with a different, I don't like me so close. How do I get some banners? <laughs> uh, I guess I need a guess. Otherwise it's me up front. 
camera's a little bit too close to, I think. Okay, so if you got any questions, let me know. But one of the things I've been trying to really preach, and this is a question that a lot of my clients ask me is, hey, Steve, you know, can you give me a roadmap, especially for newer apps? Like, what kind of roadmap should I be? Like, what's a marketing roadmap I should have? And I'm going to create some content around that. But what I feel like is with ASO, still fundamentally important, but at the same time, I feel like you need a budget, a marketing budget to get the word out there, right? We can only growth hack so many different things and we can test different ASO strategies. But what I'm finding is you need to invest a little bit of money in marketing before ASO really kicks in. That's just my hypothesis right now. But from a marketing perspective, the way I like to think about it is the first three months, what I'm trying to do is run some search ads. So the things that I would be focused on are search ads and Facebook ads, and then maybe Google ads if you're heavily on Android. But those are the three different channels that I would be focused on. And so if you're a Google Play specific, then maybe Google ads and Facebook ads. And if you're Apple specific, then you want to have search ads and Facebook ads. But if you're all three and you want to get some awareness and you know definitely have all the three channels, but those are the three big channels that I would purely be focused on. And the number one thing that I'd be focused on is what does my conversion rate look like? So even if it's a game, I feel like I feel pretty strongly that you want to start analyzing retention, super important, but also what is my conversion rate? And the number one thing that I'm always looking at is revenue, 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 because you want to just see if people are willing to pay for your app. Retention is great. If you're a social media app, like, right, like Facebook, TikTok, that's all they care about because their money is going to come from the ads. Now, I think most app developers, their revenues are going to come some, from subscriptions, right? And so, or even in-app purchases. So you want to really think about how do I increase those conversions and having a longer pricing page, whoops, having a longer pricing page or a couple of different screens, intro screens before you show the pricing page or before you show the sign up, super important to the, your ultimate conversion. Otherwise, everything else is broken. And I had a podcast guest this past Monday episode, won't be live for a while, but she was talking about how she raised a lot of money. She did everything right, seed funding, everything else, and then did series A and eventually you know, got kicked out of her own company because the revenues weren't there. Weren't there. And what one of the things she said was, the big lesson learned was, if I could do it all over again, I would just be focused on revenue. And when you are focused on revenue, you start thinking about, you know, like, what can I do? How can I improve this? Because I think w the one big thing that I want to message, I want to get that out there is people think about growth only in terms of downloads. And while downloads is important, especially if you got none, <laughs> revenues is super important. And that revenue is that, just that conversion. As you can see from all these case studies, you know, by just consistently improving the product without additional revenue, without additional downloads, you're able to make more money. Okay. Let's see. Let's see who else is here. Patrick, how's it going? We got David. How's it going, David? I know we've been in touch. Hey, CRV, consulting, marketing, and real estate. All right. How you doing? <laughs> Rudy, I should have done it sooner because summer holidays are bad for education apps. Yeah. And then Rudy is talking about his conversion rate optimization. So the fact that Rudy, I mean, the fact that you saw 65% during the summer speaks more volumes, I think, to the longer pricing page too. Alex, I like the advice with app retention conversions. What, do you, what would you suggest for pre-launch marketing and planning? Pre-launch marketing and planning. Alex, what I would suggest for pre-launch, we're actually going through this right now, and is thinking about the key channels that you think are going to be the most beneficial. So we're, I'm working on a new app and I'll share some case studies later when we're ready, but we're doing a lot of influencer marketing. So I'm actually partnering up with somebody and I gotta tell you partnering up way better. <laughs> I've done a lot of things on my own, but having a partner who just is motivated. Wow. It's been a, a blessing. So definitely think about the channels that you want to hit on and then focus on those particular channels. And for me, like sometimes people have a laundry list of all the different channels they want to focus on. And I think you should focus on like three to five, because frankly, like unless you have a team, unless you raise some money, you can only focus on the three to five. And a lot of times, even the big companies will tell you, Hey, you know what? Most of our spends on Facebook, like that's the most valuable channel. And you 
you have you explore other channels to test if it'll work, but then you know you know what works these particular channels, and that's it. So what I would say is focus in on the the different channels. So whether it's a community with Reddit or Facebook groups or Apple search ads or Facebook ads, like really study what your competitors are doing. That's what I would be doing in the pre-marketing phase. And if influencer marketing is a big thing, then I would start thinking about reaching out to influencers. And that's what we've done with our upcoming app is just reaching out to different influencers in there. So that in a nutshell, I would say. All right, what's up, Matthew? Kalyani, how's it going? Michelle, hey, crazy late. Early here, but worth it. Love your videos. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, please tell some features for quiz app. All right, go fill out that form, fmasters.com. Matthew says, I was considering give people a week without ads if they watch a rewarded video, rewarded ad. Is this a good idea? Matthew, I don't think so. I don't think ads are a huge nuisance to users. I think what I would be doing with rewarded ads is giving away virtual currency because that's going to drive retention for you, right? Giving them virtual currency that they can use. If people spend within your app, then they're more likely to stay within your app, right? And that's why I was talking about like the focusing early on on subscription and conversion, because if people are paying you, they're more likely to stay within your app. And so it's almost the opposite way of thinking from a game. It's like, oh, retention drives revenue. Actually, revenue drives retention is what I'm sort of preaching here is if you can get people early on to buy something within your app, to commit to something, they're more likely to stay. So I wouldn't give away a rewarded ad, but that's just my opinion. And I always want you guys to know when it's opinion versus like database. So uh, can't do that. Well, what kind of app is it, Matthew? And let me know. But I don't think ads are a huge deal deal i would think about something else within the app that you might be able to give away and maybe i can give you better advice if you give me what the app is all right guys if you got no other questions i'm trying to answer because it's a solo episode i'm trying to answer as many questions as i can that i feel like i get asked the most oh son of a gun i forgot my bell all right Record Scanner says virtual currency really works. It's one of the gamification techniques, which we found very powerful. Thank you. I like that. Okay. Let me see if my son can bring my bell. Okay. Okay. All right. No, no, no. This is a good one. Oh, cool. All right. I love this. Um, Matthew, oh yeah, yeah, Matthew, I remember your app. It praises gold and silver scrap. Let's, I, want, I don't know if you can take, give me, I might have some time on this. So Matthew, send, do me a favor, just email me the app again, if you don't mind, especially if it's on iOS, a lot easier if it's on Google Play. I remember looking at the app. Email me, steve at masters.com or .co, and I will see if I can get my app on the phone and what we can do for the rewarded ad. I don't like the remove ads idea. I think we can do something else that might help out, all right? So just do that right now, and hopefully at the end of the, the show, I can do that. Vochtech, how to double our revenue? Double the ad spend? No, I don't think you need to double the ad spend, Vochtech. Depending on the app, look, we've seen enough case studies in there, right? Like Rudy is a great case study. There's been so many different case studies. By focusing on the, the product and the monetization. So again, purchase page on the welcome flow, and then the having a longer pricing page, those will do wonders for your app. Test it if it doesn't, but I would do those first and foremost, and then really focus on the ad spend once you have that optimized. Pace having a son, huh? I like that. Okay, but it depends on the app itself too. And then Joe says, has anybody had any luck success with app open ads? So Joe, is this like right when you open it, you get an ad? Kind of like if you're about to watch a Hulu, you get an ad before? All right, maybe like that. Sup, Grow? Yes, I made it. Hey, good to have you. You finally made it. Okay, let's get into the app itself. Some of these apps that we have. Once again, if you guys want us to take a look at your app, we have a long list, but it's shrinking now. So fill out the form at masters.com slash audit at masters.com slash audit. And if you got some friends, tell them, send them the link because we can do it for free. All right. 
Alex says, I know you do app audits. Do you consider reviewing app in test flight? Of course, Alex. Yes. If your app is in test flight and you want early feedback on your UI, heck, if you want feedback on your UI just from screenshots, send them my way. Just fill out that form, send them my way. All right. Joe says, yes, it's a really, I like it, Joe. I think it's fine. I mean, Flixer does it to me, so I would test it out, but I don't mind that at all. Like Flixer does it all the time. It just does an interstitial pop-up. And so, yeah, try it out. Um, okay, cool. I think we're good. And I'll get to some of the other questions in a little bit. So we've got Kyle, Kyle Lee. Kyle, space, breathe, Lee. All right, let's take a look at your app, Kyle. So you got this app. It is a Bible sermons, worship videos. It looks like there's a lot of videos from a lot of well-known priests, I think is the right word, but really looks cool. I think what I would try to do first and foremost, because Kyle, you wanted feedback on the ASO is I don't norm, I don't like the screenshots that much, right? Like I think what I would be studying, this is what we do when we put screenshot optimization together is what do the other competitors look like? And so let me share this with you guys. I kind of like not having a guess. So you guys tell me if you guys like not having a guess or not me just being solo, but I can do much more. I feel like when it's just me. So let me share this with you guys. So this is my app that I have out there. And this is what I have my team put together. It's called, you know, like when I'm thinking about screenshots and Kyle, I think that's what you should be doing right now because your screenshots don't look that pretty. White text on white background. So look, I put competitors, right? And take a look at what they have. Oh, interesting. Interesting, right? Like now, if you think, so it's a lot of overlay, a lot of social proof, a lot of things that we've been talking about in our videos. And I'm starting to think through like, oh, how do I make this? And I love this element, slumber. So I might've borrowed that visual. And then I, I like this. So I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. So this helps me kind of figure it out. And then I am going and I'm put this together for my designer, right? And so let me just pull up how my screenshots then looked after studying some of the competitors is I then have this, right? Like it turns into this because having those competitors really inspired me. And as you can see, you know, I've sort of borrowed this effect from slumber and then this cross, this social proof, all that stuff. And so that's what I would want to see from your, your app. Now you don't always need to have like this effect of this crossing over. I just don't have many screens of the app itself. It's a pretty simple app. And so I had to do that but you might not want to do this. And the words are hard to read. All right. And you got some feedback here as well. Look at this. Rudy said, from a user perspective, such an app with, oh, okay, we'll be, okay, no. You put white text on white background. Yeah, that's a big no-no. All right. And then Patrick says, those screenshots would fail accessibility tests due to low contrast. Yeah, so you're getting cream, Kyle, on your screenshots. And I would agree with all of that. From an ASO perspective, you know, I think the the number one, what's the difference between, I guess, my ASO strategies and what I've seen others do is just keyword research. That is it, right? Like I'm really basing a lot of my ASO efforts on just keyword data and research. So what I would be doing, and this is what I did, Kyle, is I searched for Bible sermons and I found this one, one place. So I'm using a tool called AppFollow, I should say, and this is all free. And so I just searched for Bible sermons in underneath their live tracking. And I found this one place. I was like, okay, interesting, because that seems to be what you do within your app. And now I'm able to then see all these keywords that I might be able to target. Right now, Preacher has no volume. Bible sermon actually has decent volume, I think, and worship videos, no volume. So you're wasting a lot of your key. You're, you're wasting a lot of your primary keyword fields for ASO fields on terms that have no volume. So here I put, I actually, again, because this, so I did the, I went into mobile action 
guys, if you want to sign up for mobile action, no, you know, they're not a paid sponsor, but they do have a free plan that you can sign up right now. I think it'll always be free. So definitely check out mobileaction.co. But what Bible obviously is the biggest word, Kyle, and then Holy Bible, all that stuff, audio Bible. What you want to try to find is these keywords that have 70 chance score and up they just mean lower difficulty and the good thing about your niche kyle is that there's a lot of famous preachers right you have listed it out a lot of them in here and so really i would just copy and paste these pastors and then see if they have keyword volume look at what we found tony evans actually has decent 30 and then the difficulty and chance scores are not that high so worship pretty decent sermons okay not that high but like Tony Evans is beating sermons and worship from a keyword perspective, like search volume perspective. So what I would go heavy on is these famous pastors. If they have anything above a 20, their, their competition is probably going to be low. So that's how I would really start thinking about ASO for your particular app. All right. No, you didn't ask and I didn't say anything or I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to pull up your app and then give you advice on the app itself. All right, you know what, while we're here, I'm gonna have a hit come on, but I was talking to somebody who did a premium app audit with me yesterday and he was like, hey Steve, you know how you've been saying that like these push notifications, you should add a screen and do a double opt-in? Well, I tested that and you're actually wrong. So I love it when people say I'm wrong too. He said he found that just by popping this up automatically, he saw more people opting in to allow it. So I was like, oh, okay, my bad. So I'm gonna hit allow. Bible preaching videos here again, you know, like what I would do if I were you is highlight Kyle, all the different famous preachers and put their faces on there. If now I grew up Buddhist and I am not a Christian, but like, if I see you have all these guys, if I see these people, I'm more like, Whoa, that's cool. I know Joel, right? That's it. But this would be cool. And so when I'm loading the app, like you're not leading, you're not leading me with any benefits. So lead with the benefits. This is just a feature. I mean, yes, cool. But like put the famous people in there as well. Donate now. Okay. Let me see what donate now goes to. Oh, okay. Let's see what your donation page looks like. All right. Let's skip to videos. It looks like you're giving everything away for free. So these might be YouTube. Are they like YouTube videos? Yeah, I figure. Oh, okay. This is not even live yet. You know, you had your donate now button. What I would consider doing too is having the donate button somewhere on this home screen. Again, stats back it up that the number one and two places, number one place for in app, you know, for your subscriptions, for your conversions are going to be your welcome flow. And number two is going to be your well, this main homepage. So have the donations somewhere on here as well, if that is the way you want to go. Now, I don't know what your business model is. If it's purely on donations and you just want to do good in the world, great. But if you want more donations, have it on this homepage as well. That's what I would provide. Okay. Let's see if we've got any questions. I'm curious to know guys, like if you guys are live, do you like having a guest or like, should I do solo sometimes? Look, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Trust me. It's just, sometimes it's hard finding a guest. So if you don't mind the solos, I won't, I won't mind it, but I like having a guest sometimes just so I can take a break from talking. So let me know in the comments, please. I know how many people are here. Let me know there. All right. I got a joke. I forgot to do this before the app audit, but I got a joke for you guys on a scale of one to five. We're going to do it normal. I know the old school people are like, they like it five. If you really like it one, if you don't like it, what did Jay-Z, what did the rapper Jay-Z call his wife before they got married? What did Jay-Z call his wife before they got married? Fiance. Boom. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Good feedback. Super gross. Sometimes solo. Sometimes. All right. I like the solos. I like the solo. Okay, cool. Solo is fine. More solos. All right, cool. All right. So sometimes I'll go solo. I guess I feel like I can go more in depth with certain things too. Do, do, do. Your link to audits is broken. Is it? Let me check. And that's what the solos can allow me to do. At masters.com slash audit. 
No, it's there. What's broken about it? No, it's working. It's working. Go check it out at masters.com slash audit. Maybe you put something misspelling. Okay. Matthew said, but I found it in a Google search. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not audits. I don't know. Unless you put audits, Matthew, it's audit. But Matthew, just email me because we don't have time. All right. Rick here. Rick, wanted to know how long it takes App Annie to get back to you. I've been trying to sign up for premium. Rip, Rick, uh, I don't know. I've heard the same thing. Sometimes it takes a while. So I have no idea why. I actually reached out to another company for a demo on their premium and they never got back to me. So I have no idea why these companies are so slow. Mm -mm -mm. All right, Patrick gave some good advice, Kyle, in case you're just listening and watching this. The text should have enough contrast to be read against the background. Your app might target older people whose eyesight is not as good. Uh, that's me, Patrick. That's me already. Okay. Please tell us about Firebase billing. I mean, I think you can just look that up on the pricing, Yado, unless I'm wrong. And Kalyani got some great advice. Title and subtitle could be optimized with keywords. Eh. Okay. And then Matthew sent me the thing. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. I like the, the solo stuff. Okay. Subgrow says, okay. I like it. Okay. Thanks for all the feedback guys. I'm, I really do like it. All right. Subgrow is mobile action. The same as app Benny, a little bit different. Mobile action gives you more of an ASO tool. App Annie is more of like a overall market approach. And so that's, that's a difference there too. All right. And then who cares who I am today? I changed logo and got 27% more conversions to install good vibes. Good stuff, man. The icon really does work. I'm telling you, like we, one of our clients, we had a pretty decent, well-performing icon. Apple rejected it and his downloads dropped. So AB testing that icon is super, super important. I feel like it's way more important on Google play because Apple, I feel like screenshots take the majority of the screen share, like the screen, but icon super important as well. And then Patrick, I turned 40 in September of my eyesight. That's good for now. Good job, Patrick. Welcome to the 40 club. All right, brother. Okay. Let's go into the next app. Nobody likes that fiance joke. All right. Let's. Go. Let me get pull up a good one. Okay, I got a good one. Okay, I want lots of fives here. All right, and then we'll get into the next app audit. What state is known for their tiny soft drinks? What state is known for their tiny soft drinks? Minnesota. Boom. Come on, that's a good one. That is a good one. Minnesota. All right, got the next app. And if you guys got any questions about anything, let me know. Oh, by the way, plug, I am putting out an Apple search ads just because I see a comment down there. Apple search ads series that came out Tuesday. There's new videos coming out Tuesday. Now part two is coming out next Tuesday. Part one tells you about a little bit of campaign structure and then goes into the details in terms of conversion. Part two is going to talk about a little bit about scale. And then part three, we're going to talk about the cost per tap. What's the ideal cost per tap. And if you guys are not subscribed to that email newsletter, definitely go subscribe because guess what? I just emailed everybody on Thursday with all three parts. So they're all edited, they're all done, but the, you know, if they're going to go live on YouTube next Tuesday and the following Tuesday, and then I'm working on some other cool videos. So if you got some ideas for videos, I love, hearing from you guys. Okay. All right. Let's take a look at this app. This is from Darshi. Darshi. I'll say it like that. Otherwise I might say some bad words. So app downloads and activation app downloads. I think you're doing phenomenally well, right? You got 10 million plus downloads. So I'm like, Oh, I don't know how else I can help here. But if I were to look at this, the number one place I normally start when I don't have any data on this is just kind of figure out, am I going after the right keyword? So this is specifically for India and the market there would be, all right, let me look at the data to see if these are the right keywords. It seems like it, but you know, like resell, work from home, make money. I don't know if resell is that important of a keyword, but maybe work from home and make money. 
Now I have talked about like keyword install type of campaigns and we've seen it work really well is on Android and in non-US countries. So that might be something that you try to think about to increase downloads is, okay, I've done the ASO optimization. Everything looks good. Now, how else do I scale even further? Well, I need to rank better for some of these keywords then. And that's where you start doing some maybe gray hat strategies. Run at your own risk. That's my legal disclaimer, okay? Don't come back to me. I'm not advising you to do this. I'm just telling you these are some campaigns that worked. All right. So from an ASO perspective, I think everything looks good. You know, like one thing I would test, the shop 101, like think about ways that you can incorporate the benefit into your icon. And again, worth testing, but what we've seen sometimes work really well is having the right words. So shop 101 is your app name. Maybe that's interesting, or maybe it's work from home. Maybe it's make money. So think about incorporating those words into your icon to see if that improves conversion. Cause I think that might be important. Just like we got a comment from here. They said they saw, you know, 24%, who cares who I am today? Saw 24, 27% more conversions by changing the app logo or the icon. And so think about you're using words already. Think about different words that you might be able to use Darshi, because that might increase your downloads. Okay. So let's take a look at your activation real quick. And oh, I thought I had this app already. Oh, it's not available in my country. So it wasn't available. That's what happened. It wasn't available for me because it's only available in India. So I'm in the US, didn't have time to change everything. So that, unfortunately, I can't look at the app itself. But yeah, everything else from an ASO perspective, that's what I would be focused on if I were you. Okay. And then like the fact that it's only India only, like maybe start thinking about ways you can incorporate the flag in the icon because it'll just really speak to your audience and using some of those, you know, colors and these, this words, testing the words. Cause on Android, if you guys think about it here, let me, I, that, this is something I can't share. And this is why I feel like Android, the icons are way more important than the screenshots is obviously if you go to the play store, right. And then put like make money, for example, So like you can see, like only the icons are showing up, right? So that's why I'm like, hey, think about just having an icon. And as you can see, there's a lot of money type of stuff. And since, since you're only India related, you know, throw the currency that you have. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to be not as culture, but I don't know what the current, I do not know what the currency is in India, but put the currency there in India and then like use that within incorporate that in your icon because you can see a lot of your competitors in the US that are going after make money do have the dollar sign everywhere here. So like this, this is an interesting one. Right. This is the crazy part because like Google Play, like the icon, super important the search results. Once I get here, then it becomes some of these screenshots, the reviews, the downloads, and like this, I'm assuming make money playing the best games. That's the short description. So it's like short description, helpful, but for keywords and co having conversion rates, one thing that just in case you guys have missed it in the previous, what we have tested with the Google play short description is having a little bit more social proof. So writing more, having a good blend of being keyword specific, but also being like, you know, the number one way or having some social proof did actually increase conversions. I think we saw 11 to 18%, I forget exact numbers, but definitely more than 10% increase in conversions by AB testing a more one that was more geared towards social proof and one that was just like keyword stuffing in a way. And so definitely have some social proof in your short description on here too. Okay, cool. All right. Sam says the Apple search ads impression is high during running ads, but if I stop the ads, the impression stop drops significantly. Any advice? So Sam, are you saying that your a overall ASO strategy takes a hit when your search ads campaigns are off? If that is the case, you know, look at your ASO. Maybe your ASO needs to be improved, improved and look at the search ads campaigns that, well, my number one, my questions would be, 
why are you stopping the search ads? Are they not profitable for you? And if that's the case, then definitely take a look at the YouTube series that we have coming up because it shows you like we've seen some amazing results. Clients are like, can you beat this? I'm like, I wasn't sure, frankly, and then we are, we're beating the mark and we're hitting the goals for all the cost per installs for all our clients. And for now, what we're seeing is clients are like Steve, great job. How do we scale it? Because this campaign is really, really doing well for us. Like it is the best performing campaign. So with Apple search ads, that's my number one question is why are you turning off? And then if you need to turn it off because they're not profitable, watch the video. And if you do have to turn it off just because you're running on marketing budget, definitely take a look at your keywords. And what I try to do and why I love Apple search ads is we are getting information that we can then use in our ASO. So some of the keywords that work really well for Apple search ads, we then incorporate those keywords into ASO. And sometimes we use it as a test case. Like, I wonder if these keywords would work. And then if we see them working, then we move them into ASO. Cause sometimes you just never know, but Apple search ads, you can do a quick test to see if they would convert. Minnesota. Yeah. Patrick, thank you for the five. Kalyan four. Come on, Kalyani. You're so, I know super gross says, ha ha. Saw that one coming. I should have reworded it. I would have said what place is best known state is too obvious. Okay. Joe's impressed by the shop 101. and then Ram. I know it's very subjective, but what is an app rich? Okay. In-app conversion rate. So Ram, what is an average in-app conversion rate? I would say anywhere you want to be converting anywhere from 10 to 20%. I know it's a big thing, but I'm going to assume it's conversion as well, but that's the number that we've seen most of our clients fall in, fall within. If you're under 10, you probably need to do a way better job, right? So 10 at a minimum, and then all the way to 20. We've seen some people get into 20. Okay. Rassi said, what ASO tool do you prefer and why? I have a bunch of different ASO tools that I use. Okay. So check ASO, sponsor of ours. Definitely check them out. Check ASO. So I'm going to just go through all of this stuff because I can, because I'm alone. Check ASO.io is one that I'm really like liking. And they're sort of newish, but they will come up with new stuff. I think it's great for newbies because they sort of guide you through all the different stuff. Whereas if you're not a newbie, some of these other ASO tools, they expect you to know a little bit already. I feel like this is just my opinion, but with check ASO, it's great for newbies who don't know anything about ASO. I think they need to add more like the difficulty scores, not incorporated there yet. It'll eventually happen, but I do like that. I love app follow for keyword research, just using this tool. I love them all the time. And then I use app radar and mobile action together to get the data, the difficulty data. So I use a lot of them. I don't have a favorite. I like them all. Frankly, it's like picking your children. Come on, Rassi. But if I had to pick one just for the data, I'd probably go with app radar. If I had to do that or mobile action, pick one, whatever's cheaper. That's what I like. What's free. All right. Julio. Hey, Steve, what's good. What's good. Julio. How's it going? Yo, what's good. You sound like my friend, Julio. I mean, my friend, my son, that's how they say hi. What's good. 10 to 20%. Whoa. Yeah. What are you converting at Ram? William, to build on Razzie's question, do you find the paid plan for any particular tool to be more worth it than others? You know, William, thought I told you this yesterday, <laughs> but the, so the mobile action, oops, let me add this back on. Mobile action has a free plan right now. I, I do like that a lot. They actually do have an indie plan, so you can get that. But right now it's entirely free for this ASO. You can track up to hundred keywords, all this stuff. And so I personally like this. I like app radar. If I did have to go to a paid plan, just because they're the cheapest and the, the data is well worth it. I haven't looked into app tweak in a, quite a while. I know some people who use it and love it, but app radar would be the one paid plan just because they're really affordable. And the data is very comparable to all these other more expensive plans. Uh, Sup gross. Isn't app radar only for Apple? No, they do have Google and I actually rely on their Google data versus mobile actions data because I find it to be a little bit more accurate just from like a, you know, common sense perspective. Like, yeah, this keyword should have no volume. So I actually use app radar data for the, the Google play stuff. 
So the search traffic. Now, what I would say is having compared all these tools, I would say that mobile action has a little bit more accurate in terms accuracy in terms of like the difficulty scores, but because app radar is like hardly any keywords are low difficulty, which can't be the case, but I like to use two tools if I can, but if I had to pick one, I'd go with app radar. All right. Cool. I convert like 2.5% used to get 0.3 Ram. If you haven't filled out that app, app audit, go fill that out because I'm sure we can help you out there. That's really low, depending on what kind of app it is. I have no idea what kind of app it is. All right, guys, I don't know why I'm screaming. All right. So I apologize <laughs> for that. All right. I got one more, one more joke for you guys. We'll go into the last audit. And then I think we should have time to get into Matthew's app as well. Guys, I got arrested for stealing a whole set of encyclopedias. I said to the police, wait, I can explain everything. All right, w one to five, come on. More involvement, please. It's only Patrick and Kalyani, come on. And super subgrowth, so Rick. Okay, let's get into the last app, this one. And then let me see who it is. Boop. We've got... Christina. Okay. Onboarding. All right, Christina. So it looks like it's for the Spanish speaking market. Cause I can't find anything in the English. So, but it looks like it's a, it's an app that allows you sort of like a Blinkist. If I'm, I don't know if Christina's here, but sort of like a Blinkist to me where I can listen to short form audio content. It's sort of like a summary. That's what I'm guessing based off of my very limited research right now. So here I can do this. Doo -doo -doo. Copy, paste, English. Yep, okay, so we're right. Let's take a look at your onboarding. Christina, do, 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 do. Again, thanks, William. I know you're going to share this later, but this works apparently. Just showing it right up. Oh, okay, that's crazy, Christina. You went from now. I I'm actually in the. I'm actually in the U.S. App Store, and it's all in Spanish. Yet when I'm in the app, it's in English. That's crazy. I'll definitely fix that. Learn from leaders in 20 minutes. Okay. Cool. Here, next thing I would do is then go into social proof. Hey, here's what the app does again. Quick reminder, social proof. Don't give me features, read or list, read or listen, retain what you've learned. Develop skills. I like it. Okay, let's get started. Create an account. I can skip. I like that. I can skip. Have some Apple Facebook stuff. I think that's important. Oh, now you're going back into Spanish. Ah, see, I, I don't know what's going on. Spanish, not Spanish. Let's take a look. Okay, this is blocked. Push the limits, unlock the full power with premium. Free book of the day. I like it, I like it. Okay, looks like you're following the advice that we've given. So I do like that, let's see. Oh, here, you know, if you don't need me to create an account, it might be worth it to then just let me buy. So think about that. But if you do have to make me create an account, that's fine too. But that's interesting. Is everything blocked? Can I read? No. Okay. So this is good. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I like it. I like everything on here. There's no real feedback. I think the onboarding is good. Test your knowledge. Everything else looks really good. Anybody else have anything that they want to give it to Christina? I think everything looks good for me. I don't really see anything that I would change. So I guess I could listen to this. Yeah, so I wonder if this is in Spanish. This isn't screw up. Eh? 
Muy sencillo. Yeah, it is in Spanish. Okay. Para adoptar un nuevo hábito, primero debemos cambiar nuestro carácter. I don't know, I was tapping the pause on the on my computer versus my phone. No, I think everything else looks really, really good. I like the popular books, popular skills, new. I think the layout looks pretty. I think the one thing I would do is maybe even have an upgrade to premium. I know that it's locked under here, right? But if I've just enjoyed a book and I really want to buy your subscription because I've just enjoyed this, maybe you do this at the end of this book, but make it easy for me rather than just hoping that I would click this and this. So what I would add on is have a way for me to go premium on this main page up here, right? This main page. Oh, these are little stories. That's interesting. It's going to have ads. Yeah, otherwise it looks really, really good. Congrats, Christina. So you don't let me upgrade anything at all. Let me create, let's see what happens if I create an account. Do, 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 do. Let me just move this in case my password is shown. Gee. Create an account. Okay, so I create an account. I don't know Spanish, so I'm gonna skip this for now. Oh, see, after I create that account, make sure you show your pricing page once again. That's gonna really help your conversions, especially because you needed me to create an account to pay. The first thing I should see after creating an account is this page as well, right? So I like this page. I think the thing I would test is, I don't like how the plans are up and down, but that's just my style and I could be dead wrong on that. 30 day money back guarantee, cancel anytime, unlimited access. Yeah, I like everything else. I'm sure this start free trial is the seven day, 30 day or the yearly. Yep, cool, it's automatic. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind this. I think I would test having just side to side, just easier to read in my eye and compare, but that's just an aesthetic thing. I don't have data to back it up. So you guys try testing it. <laughs> All right, cool. Let me get to some of these questions. Oh man, look at these. I asked for more votes and people hate that last joke. App Radar Rules, Rudy likes it, 5-5. Five, five. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Kalyani. Julio, three. Oh, and Rick gave me a two. I love it. Okay, well, other people liked it. Adrian, how's it going, man? Celtic. And then Rand, thanks. I'll fill out the form once I've done a major redesign. Cool. Milos. Man, I'm getting a lot of people from Facebook. That's cool. Milos, what's your experience with AppTweak? Uh, I don't, I used it. I compared it way back in the day. And I said, hey guys, here's, I think it was Sensor Tower, Mobile Action, and AppTweak. And I said, here's my big comparison of the big three. And I found that AppTweak's data wasn't as accurate. It's probably it's improved now. But I think, honestly, any ASO tool is just fine because most of the data seems pretty accurate. Now, again, AppRadar has been better from a... AppRadar and actually SensorTower has been pretty much accurate from a Google Play perspective. I just moved over to AppRadar because it was a little bit cheaper than SensorTower. So really, anything's good. The half English, half Spanish is really confusing. Agreed. Thank you, Joe. Patrick says it looks nice. Samuel, how's it going? Hey, Steve, do you know any sense why Sensor Tower says that tech companies like Facebook only make 15 million revenue? Check Bumble or Tinder. I think they, they only have access to some data. They're kind of guessing. And so obviously with Facebook, we know most of the revenue comes from ad revenue. And so it's like, you know, that's probably why. That's what I would say. Samuel, like I wouldn't look at the social media companies within sensor tower to get a sense of how much they're making because who knows? Okay. Ram says, do any of your clients use app radars ASO optimization score, or they try to have it perfect. No, I look, those scores are good, but they're all machine. And so even if you get a good score, like I get a good score for my app, 
but I know it doesn't do crap from a downloads perspective. It doesn't matter. Like, so I wouldn't pay attention to the score. Think about how you can improve it by ranking for certain keywords. What I would really suggest, and that's what we're doing with our app is testing out a couple of bunch of different keywords, right? In the beginning, what we're trying to do now is go after lower competition keywords just to get some growth. And then once we have some growth, we go after the higher competition keywords and then run some maybe gray hat strategies, black hat strategies as well. Okay, Rassi, forgetting to cancel your free trial is $100 billion. <laughs> yeah, it's $100 billion industry. I agree. All right, let me, if you guys got any questions, let me know. I'm going to try to get Matthew's app right now based on his email. And then, yo. Matthew, I forgot what your, oh, yeah, yeah, rewarded video. Where's your, did you fill out the form or did you email me? All right. Give me the app name again, Matthew. And then I will try to just look for it because I don't have your email address right now. Cool. Let me see if I can find it. All right. Anybody else have any questions? No. Throw me a question. Come on. Give me an easy one so I can fill in the time. All right. Hawaii was good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Super crowded in Waikiki. My goodness. It's just good to feel like things were somewhat back to normal. Just curious, are you guys, why is the sky blue? Thank you. All right. Kalyani says, do mobile, does that mobile action have a free plan or does it have a year of free trial? Kalyani, for the time being right now, they have a free plan for their basic, which, which is what I used to pay for. But now I pay for their, okay. Alex, best way to launch a social media platform compared to games. Alex. From a strategic and tactical perspective, thank you for all these questions, by the way. I would say, what I'm trying to say is like, tactically, I don't know, because I think that can range from, there's a lot of different channels that you can get, you can use, but strategically, the more niche that you can be, the better it's gonna be, right? Think about how all these big social media platforms started. They were very niche in the very beginning. They were not afraid to be niche, and then they slowly started really expanding. You know, Facebook, with Harvard, Uber with just a town car, like things, Airbnb, just being Austin, things were very, very local and niche before they became huge. So be, be very simple. Oh, have you used YouTube for marketing app? Julio? Yeah, we have a video on this. Actually a past client of mine says YouTube is great. He uses influencer marketing for YouTube. And if that's what you're asking for, I think YouTube ads are actually a good one, good way of going to test that out because they're getting a little bit cheaper. And then from an influencer perspective for YouTube, they work really well. And the one thing to do is try to get that influencer to create evergreen content. So one of our clients is a keyboard app and he found that having the YouTube create evergreen content, like how do you, you know, things that have search volume, they should know what that means. That really works well because he's able to get downloads consistently throughout. It's a long-term play versus just getting a huge spike and then going all the way down. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Ram says, I see many popular games with no in-app options on iOS, only ads. Are ads still profitable for games? I think they are. I think it depends. I think if you're looking at popular games, you're probably looking at the hyper-casual ones and the hyper-casual ones do actually perform better by just showing a lot of ads. So that's why you're probably seeing that. I think if you go to the grand scope, like if you look at Clash of Clans and all these big humongous games, you know that they're monetizing off of in-app purchases. Okay. And Matthew, I'm trying to find your app. So I forgot what it's called. Oh yeah, he, he said that. Okay, I got it right here. You fill out the form. I just wanted you to email me, Matthew, but you fill out the form. All right, let me go look for your app and then we can see how you can incorporate rewarded videos. All right, and this will be the last thing we cover today. 
silver and gold melt calculator all right matthew here's your app I got it. I think you could improve your screenshots a lot more, but heck, you know, and I know this is a very niche app, so maybe people don't care as well, but let's get into rewarded videos. I know that's the main question we want to get into. So I'll get into that a little bit while that downloads. Rudy's got some questions. Record scanner, best way to handle reviews where people complain about app not being free. I would just say, eat it <laughs> like there's nothing you can do the people are always going to complain about that so there's not much you can do besides like responding to them and letting them know that hey we're sorry we need to make a living apple search ads is it worth for apps without subscriptions just one time in-app purchases like mine or should i finally switch to subscriptions that's two questions rudy but i would say definitely yes on the subscription side you've seen a lot of case studies right like i know you you and i have talked about this that have moved to subscriptions and work well. So definitely subscriptions. Secondly, Apple search ads can, will work for you. You just have to find out what's your revenue per download. And that's an easy number you can pull monthly revenue divided by monthly downloads. And then you can kind of guess where your Apple search ads budget needs to be. We are actually running Apple search ads for a client of ours. That is a paid app and we're seeing it be profitable. So it can work for, if it works for a paid app, it can definitely work for your in-app purchase app, right? So far, I was losing money on them. Rudy, go through that. Go through that thing. Uh, invested three hundred dollars. It could just be the way that you set up your campaigns. Maybe the keywords are wrong from that perspective. Okay. So if you got any data on this, Rudy, like just think about like which keywords are ranking really well for that you think are driving the downloads, and maybe just go after those keywords. All right. Faisal says, "Do you need an Apple computer to do Apple search ads?" Nope. You can do it on your Windows Surface. It's just all, all on the web. So it's a web browser, Apple Search Ads. All right, silver, gold. I don't know how I would use this app, but okay. Let's say I have 50 silver coins. Okay, that's all it does, Matthew? Honestly, if you want to incorporate rewarded video ads, it's, this is, this is the same feeling I had when talking to Rudy before, when I gave him his advice was I was like, Rudy, you know, like lock up more of your formulas. And that's what I would do if I were you, Matthew is maybe lock up more of your formulas being like, you want to, you want to do platinum? No problem. You got to watch a rewarded video ad to get into platinum, right? So like all maybe silver and gold are free always, whatever is free. But if you really want to get into the fancy stuff, maybe you have to watch a rewarded video before you can get to, so you just show a screen, hey, to calculate plant, platinum, would you mind watching? You have to watch a reward video. And that's how I would do it if I were you. And you know, I was reluctant to give Rudy that advice because I just frankly wasn't sure, but we've seen really good results from Rudy locking up a lot of different things. I think giving away too much, you are giving away way too much. So lock it up, right? Like maybe everything's free, but maybe grams. So think through like, can anything be locked up under a rewarded video and then hit them with the rewarded video. So if you do do that, let me know how that goes. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, let me know that as well because I want to know that. All right, hopefully that was helpful, Matthew. Don't think you guys have anything else in the comments. Thank you guys. It is actually, it was a lot actually fun doing it solo. So I will incorporate more solo ones. Thank you. I know you guys said sometimes, so only sometimes will I be alone. Most of the time we have a guest. And next week we got my friend, Rich, Rich Wagstaff, who's gonna come back on. He's a great designer. We're actually going through a sprint for his particular app, but he's a great indie success story. I've known him since he was like a little baby, just freshly out of college. And now he's you know, gone on to be a very successful indie app developer. 
And when I say success, you know, it really depends on what you determine as success as well. But we're going to bring him back on to take a look at your apps and talk about some of the indie app marketing strategies that he's used to really build up the revenues for his particular app. So stay tuned for that. We've got guests lined up for the next few weeks already. And then I'll probably do a solo one maybe at the end of each month, or I'll just rotate maybe every six weeks. We'll do a solo one. All right, guys, if you guys got no other further questions, definitely check out App Masters. Check out that YouTube series on the Apple search ads. And if you got any questions, please email me because some of the content, you know, you frankly give me the best content ideas. And again, if my strategies that I've been telling you do not work, you tested it, please let me know that too. I love to know the ones that do work, obviously, but I also love to know the ones that do not work as well. All right, that's it. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next week, same time. 9 a.m. Pacific. I think it's 9.30 in India and then about 5 p.m. in the UK. But we'll bring on Rich. We'll talk about some of the indie app marketing strategies that he used to really build up his revenues and really live a good life. And that's what we're all looking for. And that's what success is in my eye. Are you? Do you have the freedom? Can you pay the bills? Can you live? Cool. That's it. All right, guys. No other comments. Have a great weekend. I will see you next week. Bye. Next Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.